Hello. Hey guys. Hey, hi, hello, Babylonian. podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O and be sure to add our podcast, Bloody Babbles, in how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Happy listening. Sorry that I sound like I throw, smoke three packs a day. Because she only smokes two. No, I only smoke two. No, I don't <laughs> smoke at all. Never smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Allergies have been kicking my butt, and I think I had a small cold. But I um, hawked the biggest loogie I've ever had in my mouth today um, out. So that was fun. I'm glad you're you could. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome to Bloody Bubbles Podcast, where we talk about loogies and murder. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize now for the coughing and my voice. But, you know, the show must go on. Um, We're going to be doing some uh, power recording because someone decided she needed to go on vacation for 18 days. Someone is me. But no, it's exciting. (laughs) She gets to go travel and see her dad and see her amazing cousins and family members and everybody. See alien things. Yes. Really excited. Yeah. (laughs) Besides the one that I'm growing inside Mm -hmm. of me. So if you hear me go, oof, or, oh, God, or, ow, that really fucking hurt, it's because he's been very active today, and I just drank Pepsi, so the caffeine may not have hit him yet, and don't yell at me for drinking Pepsi, it's a very rare occasion for me, as I had five bottles of water at work today, and I peed every about 20 minutes, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Um, nothing too crazy to start us off with today, no new countries, no new states, um, state... I should say. Hello, state. In Wyoming. Wyoming? Wyoming, are you out there? You are. We know you are. Now just listen. <coughs> no. And, and, and show up. Like, let us know that you're listening. Egypt, Please. did you guys tell your Wyoming friends? Yeah, come on, Egyptians. Get on the bandwagon with us. My Help gosh. us out. <laughs> on a bright note, we are almost at 7,000 streams or plays or downloads, whatever you want to go. Thank you. Yes, we just got over 6,900 to, like, right before we started recording, I checked it and saw, I'm like, oh, so I wanted to make sure we didn't miss any countries that sneak in there, but nope, so we're at 6,900, and that's really exciting. Yeah. I hope you guys liked uh, that weird case we had last week. Yeah. Miss Miss Olga. Oh, yeah, that was just a few days ago, Mm -hmm. once you hear this, so yeah, it'll be like, wow, it's only a few days, now we get a new episode. Um... So this one that we're doing today, it wasn't, I don't remember it being requested by anyone. At one point before people started requesting cases of us, Nate, our homie from Twitter. Thank you, um, Nate. Yeah, Nate, the bee's knees, who gives us like a bunch of cases. This is something, I don't think he mentioned her, but um, the case that we're doing today is, it's heavy. Um, But (coughs) it's the case of, her name is Michelle I'm going to guess it's Michelle Blair. It's spelled weird. Um, it's different. I guess I shouldn't say weird. M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-E. Michelle. It looks like oh. Mitchell, but it's Michelle. Oh. 
because I ended up watching um, a YouTube video because I was going to do this case a couple weeks ago, but I wanted to put more time and effort into it because it's a very, it's heavy um, of what she, she is the killer in this story, which is, I know Nate likes um, deadly women, so mm -hmm. I knew, I, so if he suggested this, great, if not, um, it was one I put on my list, um, I'm starting it off. We'll start off and let you know it's a big trigger warning for this whole episode. If it gets too graphic, I usually am pretty good <laughs> about letting you guys know. <coughs> Sorry. Um, uh, we will, yeah, if it gets graphic, at, oh my gosh, graphic at specific parts, we'll warn you guys again. Um, this case involves um, accusations of rape, murder, and severe child abuse. Um, I got a lot of my sources from the DetroitNews.com and AllThat'sInteresting.com is uh, the two articles that I found uh, my information from. Zoe has the cheese. Yeah. Her collar clinkies. Yeah, my dog is. Um, she need needs a, a bath. She needs a bath, <laughs> but I she ripped her head open after she got stitches and got this lump removed from her head, yes. and now I just want to wait until I can like yeah. wash her like in totality. Yeah. But yeah, so if you hear itchies or gross um, dog mouth noises, mm -hmm. that's my dog. <laughs> and uh, Arlo's running around upstairs with my parents, so he may make an appearance like he does sometimes. But um, so, um, looking at Michelle, you wouldn't expect her to be the type of person to do what she has done. Like, she looks, like, going into this case, and I watched her, like, you, there's so many YouTube videos, you can see her in court talking about what she and how she knows what she did. Mm. And it's... Oh, it's awful. And what she accused her children of. And it's just... So she's a sociopath? Yeah, but she... I wouldn't even say a sociopath. It's just... She doesn't look like she'd be like someone who did what she did. Like, especially in the living okay. living conditions Let's and everything. So, um, oh. she painted okay. a picture... Um, of, you know, like being a good mom, blah, blah, blah. She posted on Facebook where she wrote, uh, quote, loyal to my babies and posted a picture with a message, there's no greater blessing than being called mom, which is really disgusting um, if you know what she's done. I so, have no clue, so let's, I'm, let's do this. Well, you'll probably hear Shauna cry. I'm just going to let you guys <laughs> warn you about that now. Not a trigger warning, just a Shauna crying warning. warning. <laughs> um, her name, like I said, is Mich uh, Michelle Blair. She's the mother of four children, even though um, during the YouTube videos when I watched it, she said she only had two children, even, yeah, so, okay. but she is, she did birth four of them. Nothing um, but a truth teller. I know. Ranging um, her kids um, at the time, this case takes place in 2015, so that her kids at that time were 8, 9, 13, and 17. Um, they lived in a really small apartment <clears throat> where um, we are going to be... Uh, the date is March 24th, 2015, where it ends up being discovered after her house. Um, I'm going to be jumping back and forth just with, because I researched and then just remembering, uh, watching the videos. She was being evicted from her apartment for not paying um, rent. And as they were getting ready to move, start moving things out of the house, um, they discovered a, uh, what the hell? A freezer right by near the door and as they were you know getting moving furniture out of her house because she was evicted um they discovered that two of her children's bodies were found in the freezer which was by like i said by the apartment's front door yeah the bodies of nine-year-old stephen barry and 13-year-old stony blair 
um, Stoney's the daughter, um, were found inside um, when authorities arrived to evict her for not paying rent. Um, they started moving the furniture out, like I said, and she wasn't home. She was actually at a neighbor's house, and that's when the bodies were discovered. I think at one point in one article, um, <coughs> it said that they started moving out furniture and ended up moving out a lot more than they intended to because they ended up having to get body bags. Um, so she had previously been turned in for abusing her children and that abuse was substantiated. Take her collar off if you want to. She was scratching her staples. Oh, okay. Um, the abuse was substantiated. Um, although she was able to get custody back of them. Um, yeah, especially can just wait, just wait. Um, relatives said she wasn't able to maintain a job and would always call them for money, but the calls stopped when they refused to help her and told her to get a job and go back to school. Um, the two surviving children, uh, which is a 17-year-old daughter and then a 8-year-old son. Um, and I don't think it ever mentions their names, and honestly, they're, I mean, they're still... I guess the 17-year-old wouldn't be a minor anymore because it's six years later, but... Um, goodness the two surviving children were examined by doctors and found them covered with welts and scars from repeated beatings according to court records um and i'll talk a lot about about court records and then a petition which is like the petition to remove the children and everything um after she allegedly killed her children she continued to receive welfare benefits according to the petition from the state attorney general's office based on what the two surviving children told counselors after they were taken um on upon the discovery of their siblings so the petition mentioned was to terminate the father's parental rights as well um the two girls were with one parent was were with one guy and then the two boys were with another guy um and give the state cuff give state the full custody of the children that uh, survived michelle was 35 years old and she was arrested that same tuesday near her apartment on detroit's east side um she was at a neighbor's house with her two surviving kids after Bayless arrived to evict her and the bodies were then discovered inside the freezer. As she was being taken by the police, all she could say was, I'm sorry, um, which was to her two kids. Because um, I'll talk a little bit more about the YouTube video because she says more about it. Um, we're going to get into this next part. Um, the bodies of her two children, Stoney and Stephen, were taken to the morgue um, to thaw, where they had to thaw for three days so they could be so a proper autopsy could be performed. Mm. <coughs> the medical examiner <laughs> did rule their deaths as homicide and determined they had been in the freezer for her at least a couple of years. Oh my gosh. Years. Yeah, I put yes, years. Um, Michelle confessed to committing the murders of her two children at the Wayne County Circuit Court. She told Judge Dana Hathaway that she killed her, quote, demons after finding out they were raping her youngest son, a claim that has never been confirmed or substantiated, even with him being interviewed. This is just, and she said she witnessed it with her own eyes, but the little boy was like, no, that never happened to me. But I don't know. There's a lot of he's hearsay here's he said she said kind of thing so we're gonna go back to <clears throat> 2012 so <coughs> gosh this is awful um she ended up returning home on a day in august to find her son um simulating sexual activities using dolls that he was playing with she asked him why are you doing that did anybody ever do this to you the child then supposedly or allegedly replied his brother Stephen had 
and Michelle went upstairs and confronted Stephen immediately. She claims he confessed to sexually abusing his brother, and she began punching and kicking him before placing a garbage bag over his head until he lost consciousness. Um, <coughs> um, that was just the first part. I did put a trigger warning right here because it gets a little more graphic about the abuse she gives to her children. So if you can't handle this, uh, now would be the time to skip. Let's skip ahead a little. Oh my gosh. <coughs> I'm so sorry. She also stated that she would pour scalding hot water on his genitals, causing the skin to peel off. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned, that's mentioned again later. So it's either um, some, like she'd pour the water on him. And then another, at another point in time, it brings this up again about where she um, placed him in a hot tub and until his feet started to blister. So... Regardless, she did burn them with water in oh, some form or fashion. Really yeah. Right. <clears throat> she um, later made Stephen drink Windex, and she ended up wrapping a belt around his neck and lifted him up and asked, do you like how this feels, being choked with a belt? Because I'm assuming that's what the little boy was doing with the dolls. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's why she did what she did. Okay. Um, then Stephen ended up losing consciousness again. Um, after the two weeks of continued torture and different variations of abuse, he ended up succumbing to that on August 30th, 2012, approximately. And then she, um, at one point it says, um, so it kind of goes back and forth and re she retells the story in a couple different ways, but she said that he, she ended up wrapping up, up in his favorite blanket and putting him in the freezer. So then, Mama? yes, love. I'd be on your phone. I don't care. Take it upstairs. Well, I'm going to take it upstairs. <laughs> or, well, Cause I don't... Because we're, we're doing the podcast right now, see? It's recording. Oh, I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> okay. Bye, bud. I don't turn my earphone up there. That's fine. I'm going to do a famous thing with Tell her... Did she cut your hair? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 12 minute mark. Got it. Um, <laughs> so, um, nine months after st murdering Stephen, while his body stayed in the freezer, it was also speculated soon that Stoney, her 13-year-old daughter, was also raping the youngest son. Um, her punishment started with being starved and brutally beating her. Um, she would, like, literally only give her oatmeal, like a bowl of oatmeal a day and water to drink, and that was all she'd eat for the entire day. And um, then she ended up dying in May of 2013. Like, it didn't take... I think she died quicker just because of the, just the abuse she um, received. Because I think she got hot water put put on her, too, and then just... I don't know how punch. to feel, because, like, if... She could have gotten help for them. You know, yeah. this is going on. You, you need to get a hold of, of yeah. the right people and, you know... And, yeah, and killing them, them is not... But I also understand. <coughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm mixed. I don't. I don't agree with her. Her holding hot water and yeah. choking and like the, You got to get to the bottom of what's going on. Why is this happening? And get everybody into therapy. Yeah. And get help and get them. Yeah, or get uh, them put into a temporary. But she's like, I didn't want to put them in a temporary placement because, how how do I know they're not going to do this to another child, like. Like, you'll have to go and just watch some of her YouTube videos. Because no. <laughs> she just, just, and the, how she talks about, how she talks about, like, what she did. Because she has no remorse. She's no, re no regret about do killing them because she's 
yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, she had plans to turn herself into the police, but when her youngest son told her that he didn't want her to go, she made other arrangements. In one of the YouTube clips I watched, she said, him saying that was all it took, I couldn't leave him yet. Because that was the eight-year-old at that point. And he was just like, no, Mommy, please don't leave. Um, so, after... Stoney ended up dying. She put her body in a plastic bag and put her in the deep freeze on top of Stephen's body and continued living in the home as if nothing were amiss. <coughs> as it was stated, the bodies were there for almost three years and no one looked for them. Um, as mentioned, the fathers weren't involved in their lives and Michelle had taken the kids out of school. She told school officials... Say, why print the school content? Okay. She told the school officials she planned to homeschool instead. And when neighbors or anyone asked, she always had an excuse. Another one was like, oh, they're going to see their great aunt. Oh, they're going to visit their aunts. Oh, they're with, I think she even said at one point that they were with their dads. Like, just anything to keep it like, oh, why haven't we seen these two children that were all, used to see them all the time. And now they're all of a sudden um, just gone. So um, now we're back to 2015 when the kids, uh, the children's bodies were discovered. She was arraigned that Thursday, so they were found on a Tuesday. She was arraigned Thursday Thursday in the 36th District Court on four counts of first-degree child abuse, which um, can be a 15-year felony, and one count of committing child abuse for, uh, in the first degree in the presence of another child, a felony punishable by up to life in prison. So she hadn't been charged yet because they were still waiting for the bodies to thaw because it took three days. Mm -hmm. So the aut autopsies haven't determined. Um, the other children have markings. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. they turned on their mom real quick. Um, <coughs> her bond was set out a million dollars, and she was held in the Wayne County Jail. Um, during questioning, Michelle told investigators she had been become enraged in that um, August of 2012 after finding out Stephen was sexual sexually assaulting her other son it was weird in the in the when i was reading the articles it said a relative but then she's like no it was my son it was my youngest son so i just thought that was kind of interesting that they just kept putting a relative when they knew it was the son allegedly even though he's like no that never happened to me but yeah so so she quote said uh placed him in a boiling hot tub of water until his feet blistered the report didn't state his cause of death but it happened on or around august 30th and then she said she wrapped him in his favorite blanket and placed him in the freezer, the report said. And then she told them nine months later in May of 2013, she found out allegedly Stoney, her daughter, was sexually assaulting her son also. And she starved Stoney, only giving her the oatmeal once a day and water. And then according to the police report, they got into, her and Stoney got into a physical confrontation when, and that's when Michelle strangled Stoney with a black shirt and suffocated her with a garbage bag. Um, the children did not mention sexual abuse to counselors, according to the juvenile court petition, but it did state that Stephen died August 30th, 2012, and Stoney died May 25th, 2013. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, it's just really heavy, but the kids were like, no, this didn't, they didn't do anything to him. Like, that's not why it was, but... Okay, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, Ad uh, additional to the murders, the other children had told counselors, um, the daughter to start off, um, the 17-year-old, that her mother had once burned her back with a curling iron and beaten her with a co the like a cord 
um, like that you use like with a curling iron. Mm-hmm. She, she'd like hit her with it. She had a cut above her left eye, which was from her mother hitting her in the face with a plank of wood. And her front tooth was chipped when her mother hit her in the mouth at one time with a curling iron. Um, her mother refused to pro- provide her with medical treatment. The petition stated bruises were also on the son's back. Um, he stated were from his mother. They said they were both abused throughout their entire childhoods. I mean, the little boy's only eight. He's still in his childhood, and that's how it starts off. On the boy, they found 25 different types of scars and injury on his back, both old and new, as a result of abuse from Michelle. So I just found it interesting, not interesting, like these (coughs) allegations she has against her two children sexually abusing and assaulting her son, but yet they go in and they find marks all over the other kids, including that child that she apparently favored in some form or fashion, but yet he still had just as many injuries to his body as his deceased brother and sister she was doing the things to the two that she killed not knowing any more of the story and obviously and she's not yeah that allegation uh, that was never brought up but that's that's a good theory you know what you mean? know and then she's just wreaking havoc on them for this shit she's do- i don't know I yeah don't know. It's gross and i don't like it at all no it's not it's just it's fucking sad it's, it's disgusting and sad it's for awful. that matter it, well, the, yeah and it, <coughs> i mean at any age abuse is Awful. Not okay, but you're eight years old and you've got tw- you say twenty five scars from previous like yeah scars and injuries on his back, both old and new. Um, so dating back to September of two thousand two, State Child P- Protective Services contacted Michelle, and again in February two thousand five, after alle- uh, allegations of abuse surfaced, more from the. P- from that petition that was made it was clear abuse was occurring but it wasn't clear if any action was taken at that point but i know earlier it mentioned that we um that she did lose custody at one point but was able to get them back pretty quickly um (coughs) excuse me after the february complaint michelle was referred um for services through the family's first cbc counseling eastwood clinic and work first it was never documented if she went through with receiving services because, you know, sometimes abused people or abusers, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go take them to this. I'll go to counseling. I'll do that. You tell them what they want you to hear. And then I think until that point where it's like court ordered mm-hmm. to get it done. So I think they were just like, no, this is what you need to do. But I don't think it was ever followed through as aggressively as it should been, yeah. should have been. Um at that time, she was receiving $771 a month in food assistance, and she was receiving Medicaid through um, March, uh, accepting governmental benefits for two deceased children, it was stated in the, in the petition. So she was still getting money and sending in information for all four children because, I mean, technically, they were all still in the house, as disgusting as that is to say. There is a foot right here. Um, <coughs> so, Alexander Dorsey, who was Stoney's father and the other, uh, the second daughter's father as well, said he last saw the children two years prior and that Michelle had barred him from her home. Um, quote, he talked to the surviving daughter seven months before the murders were discovered. He asked about Stoney's whereabouts and he was told she was visiting her maternal great aunt. Unquote. So, I'm assuming that obviously the kids must have known that their siblings were dead. 
and in the house. Right. But I'm sure they were told, if you guys say anything, you know. You're next. You're next, yeah. (laughs) Because even at one point, um, I think that uh, it was a while ago. I should have rewatched the videos today, and I didn't. But, like, I think when the judge asked, so, yes, you're making these allegations about Stoney and Steven (coughs) assaulting your son, but what, how, like, why choose those two? Like, what, like, he just, he's like, I can't seem to understand why kill two of your kids. She's like, those weren't my kids. Like, straight up said, those were not my children, and that's why I did what I did. And I wouldn't, I'd go back and do it over again because they were hurting my baby. Even though she was hurting her baby, too. Probably in more ways than he was allegedly assaulted. Like, she probably, I don't know. There's just so much... But anyways, let's keep going. Um, the petition said that Dorsey uh, failed to protect his children from an unfit home environment where the children were physically abused, tortured, and eventually murdered. And it was added that he owed $39,000 in back child support payments. Um, and that was the girl's father, Stephen Barry, whose son was named after him and the father of the other surviving son, said he last saw his children in April of 2012 and that Michelle again prevented him from seeing them. He, um, at that time, owed more than $10,000 in child support for the two boys, adding he also neglected to pro- um, protect his children from the abuse of abusive environment. Both fathers had criminal records, including convictions for drunken driving and firearm offenses. Um, so, that's such a hard, that's a hard line to walk when mom, like, I was just talking with my coworkers about this, about, like, how easy it is for them to be, like, courts to be in favor of mothers just because they're the mother. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes the mothers don't deserve their children. And I don't know how far these fathers went. Right. I don't know if they went to any amount or any, or any way to try to get their kids back. I don't know because um, I read through a couple different things and I couldn't find anything to bring that to light or anything. But it's just like... I'm like they had to have some speculation. Granted, the abuse supposedly didn't start till that um, August of 2012, and that's when um, Stephen ended up dying. But I don't know. <coughs> that would just be frustrating if they were trying to be involved. But it's straight up says in here like she was preventing them from seeing the kids. Like I know a, a we know of a similar situation like that. But like uh, so. Anyways, continuing on. Um, When it came to light, a police report from a neighbor stated that Michelle had told her what she had done. And this was a quote from um, a police report. The woman stated, Michelle told her she had made Stephen and Stoney move away to their aunts because they were doing mean things to the relative, youngest son, um, such as taking food from him and raping him. It was finally on that Tuesday that Michelle admitted to the neighbor as to what she had actually done and why. So that's how the the neighbor ended up contacting the police and being like, listen. Yeah. Especially at that point because they got into the house and then started moving furniture out and then discovering the bodies. So it, like, just rippled down real fast. (coughs) Um, The report also stated that the apartment was trashed. It had garbage and food tossed about everywhere in every room. The apartment appeared to be almost unlivable. When Michelle went in front of the judge for the first time, she stated she didn't feel any remorse over her actions. 
she said they had no remorse for what they were doing to my son. There was no other option. There's no excuse for rape. I would kill them again. And she says that, like, and she says it with, like, uh, like almost a, a confidence, mm-hmm. I guess you'd say. not, But, like, not in a sociopathic, mm-hmm. dark way like some of these killers that we've talked about in the past. Like, she just, she's like, no, they were doing this, and I had to put a stop to it, mm-hmm. and this is the means that I took. And, like, just, I, I encourage you guys just to go look up her name on YouTube if you're, if you're into that kind of thing, like I am. Um... And just listen to her talk to the judge. And at one point, like, she, like, she gets a little crazy in the courtroom, like, goes nuts. I just, would like, totally yell. feel different if she wasn't also abusing right. them. Right. All I mean, of them. I would, I would feel, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. I'd be on her side 100%. Like, yeah. I get it. Well, I mean, maybe not 100%, but I mean, I'd be more on her side. Right. Because, again, you find out this is happening Yes, you could be angry, yes, but you need to get your children help. And you need to get the victim's help, too. Yeah. Don't just, like, not, you know, but, like, oh, I just. It's just. It's just gross, and I don't like it. It's awful. Let's um, it. Yep, we're just, I've got a, just a little bit more here. Um, pros, the prosecutor, whose name was Karen Goldfarb, stated that they had no evidence of rape on the young son. Like, they, they did, like, testing on him and everything, and just <coughs> the abuse that they felt. <laughs> oh, my God. From what the mother did. Yes. Um, so, and there would be on an eight-year-old, you'd be able to tell. Yeah. That he was being raped. Yeah. You'd, you'd know. Yeah, especially because she wanted. She goes into pretty. She's claiming, especially the what fourteen-year-old brother. Uh, yeah, he's thirteen, and uh, or no, Stony was thirteen, and uh, Stephen was. He was only nine. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you you thinking about what rape is. You'd right. see there would be tearing. There would be some sort of mm-hmm. yeah mutilation to the genital mm-hmm. area or yeah tearing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Judge Edward Joseph uh, terminated her parental rights to the surviving children. Um, ch- uh, Child Protective Services saw uh, that they were going to be put up for adoption. I don't know if they were put up for adoption together. I mean, I would hope so, um, if they were willing to go together. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I would think they'd want, wouldn't want to be separated, but especially because the one was seventeen and she was like on the verge of becoming an adult, anyways. Hello there. Um, <coughs> so that was in yeah, two thousand twelve, or not two thousand twelve, two thousand fifteen. So in June in twenty fifteen, Michelle ended up pleading guilty to two counts of first degree murder pre okay sorry first degree premeditated murder and is serving a life sentence at the Huron Valley Correctional Facility in Ypsilanti I looked it up Michigan mm-hmm. without the possibility of parole and that's where she still is today so yeah I just that was one case and I'm like I so the sister and the brother or she probably doesn't know much of anything other than just the only abuse that she that was inflicted on her. Did do we have anything about? They may question them. Were you aware? I mean, I mean, they had. To, I feel like they had to be aware that their mom killed her too. Yeah, and they were. I know. I want to say the older daughter was questioned, and but I don't. I don't think the little the eight year old boy took the stand. I think they okay. just took him like separately. Important. If I remember right, I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> just that he was. They were both questioned about it and. They're like, no, my mom did this to me. They, this is that's what this this 
scars mm-hmm. from. That's what this cut is from when they were interviewed as soon as they were taken. Because they were, like, it happened the day they found those bodies, the day those kids were taken out. Oh, and goodness. And then, yeah, it questioned and everything. But I'm like, that was just a different kind of fear. Especially being, like, an eight-year-old little boy and you've been, uh, not sustained, um... Oh my god, I can't think of the word now. Like had this to endure this abuse from your mom mm-hmm. and then they're being you're being questioned about your siblings that you know have been killed. Like I know it affected like they said it it, it he didn't understand. He's like, "How are you asking me these questions? Like mm-hmm. none of this happened." Like uh, yes, sure. complete. Yeah, you would, a- I would I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that, but I would assume if the stuff that she claimed happened to the little boy had happened, he would have shut down when they said, yeah. did Stoney and Steven? Steven, yep. Did they do... He would have... Yeah, he wouldn't have... He it would've... wouldn't have been a look of confusion. It wouldn't have been a, why are you asking? Not yeah. Not I think you're still... I mean, yeah. he's not... He's innocent, but like... <coughs> but I he's still aware of knowing that that's not what was happening. He's like, hey, there's in there that are yep. trained to know... And yeah, those read those, those cues. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So it didn't happen. That was bullshit. Yep. And that was just and she doesn't let that go. Like in the videos, like she just was like, "No. This is what they did to my child." And those uh, she's like, "I've only birthed two two kids. I've only I only have two kids left and that's it." And the judge was like, "Okay." And they <coughs> I know at one point they kept asking and like just uh, writing down everything and it was just it, it's it very intense to watch but like it's like you can't look away because yeah. it's and it just with how with with uh, such ease that she answers these questions like yeah no that's what I did I, I suffocated him or yeah I suffocated him till he lost unconsciousness this is how many this is what I did to beat him until he ended up dying like just maybe I guess that's a little bit of the sociopathic side maybe mm-hmm. but she just I don't know. She was very much aware and knew what she was doing, and, and it was then just... it makes me wonder... Sorry to put you off there. No, you're fine. I was dumb. It so. makes me wonder what her past was. I know you said that they say, but maybe... Is it... And I, again, not making any excuses for right. her, but did shit happen to her by by another woman, <coughs> another woman, another sibling, an uncle, an aunt, cousin, a, a neighbor? Yeah. Like or, what? Or what was the relationship with those kids' dads? Like, was there? I don't know. I don't know. But if because if there's no evidence on the boy at the time that was eight, yeah. Where is she getting? I mean, because she's crazy. Obviously, I just like that's, and especially so fervently. Right? I don't know the right word there. Fervently. Uh, um. I don't know. Fever. <laughs> she got a fucking fever in her damn brain. That's a fucking um, joke. Adamant that this is what ha- I mean, but uh, granted, liars. Uh, so, so, I can't think of any words, Shauna. So neither so can I. Like they're gonna stick to their story. Narcissists, yep. whatever. Yeah. Um, it's okay, Zoe. I just um, I feel like there's got maybe there doesn't have to be just because you and I have a quote unquote normal mind granted we're far from fucking normal but yeah but I'm like I'm not gonna go and we don't have the different <coughs> different wiring the, in our brains yeah. I mean we're yeah. crazy but we're not we're not that level we're of crazy we're not fucking crazy like so, yeah I, I just, couldn't I, I feel like there's gotta be something that happened during the past or she manifested yeah. something in her mind or something yeah or she's just fucking loony 
Yeah. We don't. I know. Because there was, like, I read a little bit on the forums when I first looked into this case, and that was a few weeks ago, like, and people are like, what, because similar to what you're saying about, like, how they're like, what happened to her previously? Because you don't just start abusing your kids for no reason. But in, like I said in the YouTube video, like, she, she states that she saw, especially Stoney, like, Stephen, I don't know. I, I thought their their deaths were revi- reversed. I thought it was Stony first and then Stephen, but it wasn't. Um, but uh, she was very harsh on Stony and talked about like her alleged abuse to the brother and just about witnessing it and seeing it and then then her just reacting and beating the shit out of her own daughter. Like I don't know. It's it was hard to watch because I'm like at one point I had to stop and I'm like mm-hmm. just thinking about like I, I love my child I'm mm-hmm. like and if my other child was doing mm-hmm. something to their sibling mm-hmm. and like I would I would do what you said like let's I wouldn't be like oh let's kill him that's gonna no. that's gonna solve the problem you sit down and talk first yeah all, get it out on the table and be it. like you're not going to be in trouble, but I want to help you because this isn't normal behavior. Mm-hmm. And if that's what was happening, that's how you have to be approached. But like you said, there's something in her bur- brain that's not wired correctly, and she just reacted with anger and abuse. And that's. But, and then, but also, <coughs> it wasn't just to those two. It was to the other two. All as four well. of so them. So like it's it's it, none of it. It's like you. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing with her stories add up because of how the children were questioned and what abuse was evident on their bodies and even on the autopsy bodies. Like they could see mm-hmm. that there was several wounds and and they, even after years of being frozen, like a couple of years of right. being frozen in a freezer, um, like you, it was still evident that they still had those scars on their body because obviously a freezer would preserve them right. to a certain extent. So it's just, and the fact that he was wrapped in a blanket and then she was wrapped in plastic, that's what was essentially beneficial to the autopsy to show <coughs> what those kids had endured when, when they were alive. And it just, it's heartbreaking because if, if the alleged abuse that they were committing that she claims there was ways to rehabilitate them and help mm-hmm. them they didn't have they didn't need to be killed to right. take care of it well, like and then a nine-year-old i mean yeah you're you're starting to figure out things that feel good even before you're nine like way younger yeah you, know, you start to hey this feels good or that feels good or and so was she seeing that maybe he was kind of masturbating right. or something, you know? But, something that's you know, not, like, super outrageous out of the norm. You know, like, and, and I get it. There are some parents who think that's wrong, whether it's a religious thing or whatever. But, you know what? Right. Like, kids do it. People do it. Humans do it. Yeah. It's okay, and it's 100% natural. But if someone... masturbate. Not, not yeah. to rape. I'm not claiming. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I follow, I follow. But, like... But, like... So did she catch her nine-year-old? Maybe I, you know, I don't know. Again, I hear I'm fishing for what ifs, and, and we're never gonna know. But like, there was no evidence on the eight-year-old that anything was done to him that she's claiming. So, yeah. So adamantly, that was being done. Yeah. So exactly. that, that you're full of shit. Yeah. But what were you seeing? What was? Were you on some crazy? Met? I don't. Not that. Mm-hmm. Get, I don't know. None of it. And I'm not trying to excuse it. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. the insanity, I guess. Yep. Which, 
which is a lost cause on its what own. What do you guys think? What are your yeah? What is this, what yeah, is give this us some some serious <laughs> feedback on this because it's just, especially if you go and like watch her because there's several videos of her in court and she just she's very explosive. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't. Well, it sounds it because she I mean she would explode yeah. on her children very violently. Yeah, so I could only imagine yeah, her lashings of words. Yeah, because and that's like the big thing when you like search her. And it says uh, Michelle Blair blowing up in the courtroom over uh, inter- specific interviews or whatever. So, yeah, definitely uh, uh, let us know what you guys think about this one. <laughs> That's just, I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around it. Michelle with a T because she's very fucking cross. <laughs> damn it. <coughs> I'm dying. You can't say funny things because I'll start coughing and never stop. But. Sorry for the snot sounds. Um, but, yeah, so let us get, yeah, well, you'll see it in the, the show title, and then um, and then we'll have pictures of her. But, yeah, if you just go look up, it looks like Michelle Mitchell with, it's weird spelling, but you'll see M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-E Blair B-L-A-I-R. You'll look her up, and you'll see, and it's, it's kind of fascinating and scary and, I I find it intriguing. Yeah, I like that's the right word. It is yeah. interesting. It doesn't make you sick for being interested. Right, it's fucking sick. It's just like this is so out there. Like, yeah, and it's just and it's just it's really just kind of heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But it's just oh, I hope this kids especially to have. Bo- I'm sorry, but your children's body. I just to and to live with their bodies two years. Three, you said right? Well, nearly three years. Oh. It was almost three years because it was around. Well, because um, he died in August of 2012, and then she died in May of 2013, and they weren't discovered till 2015. So his body was there for about three, um, about three years, roughly, almost coming up on three years that August. <coughs> so, because they they were discovered in March of 2015. I hope you guys are those. I hope they're resting in peace. Like I, I hope, hope so too. And know? that I hope those, I hope the remaining siblings. And found loving back, homes. Yeah, and I hope when they come back, if they decide, because I believe you make a decision with whether you want to come back to Earth or not. Right. If it's decided, if it is decidedly so, that the next life is love, man. All and, and love. Just so much. Just, just love. Just, and, and, and things you get to accomplish and, and, and hurdles you get to accomplish. Just, right. Just, uh, and you get to, and then have your own family and just show them love. Oh, I hope your spirits are just fucking not and, heavy any longer. You and to have little, peace and no and no fear. Yeah. Of you never knowing what's gonna come next. Just like, no abuse. I just don't want you to have to. Ever we love you, you, sweet spirit children. Yes. <coughs> Sorry that that oh it's just oh god that's just so sad. It's awful. But. So that'll wrap up this one. Uh, yeah, uh, fantasy and world music by the Fighters. They do our intro sounds. Uh, YouTube, love them. Check them out. Like, uh, they have hours and hours of different types of music. Or even if you just need something to fall asleep to, because they have some really peaceful, not creepy doll music. Unless that's your jam. Um, social media, you can find us anywhere. Bloody Babbles podcast. You know, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, slide into our DMs because eventually we do want to do another Buddy Babbles um, and also episode. let us know what you felt about this episode. Yeah, please, yeah, feedback. give us some serious feedback. Um, uh. If that's rating and reviewing us on Apple, um, uh, Apple, oh my gosh, podcasts, 
at this point, I'm like, I'm just down for any kind of rating. <laughs> if you, uh, Nicole shouldn't record sick ever. Well, <laughs> sorry, guys. The next couple of episodes are probably going to be a little raspy because we're, we're doing some uh, recording ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> just because, um, like we said, uh, Shauna decided she needs to go on vacation. Um, and she's going for me, too, because I'm going on a maternity leave, and that's really not a vacation here soon. But I will not be working. I'll be here with a tiny baby. Um, we don't but know. Yeah. baby will be tiny. Well, <laughs> it's just wishful thinking at this point because I already know I'm way bigger than I was last time at this time in pregnancy. But until um, here in a few minutes, just kidding, until next week, guys, Babylon! Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter podcast. want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books. You name it, I've talked about it on this show. I've had guests like Hurokski from the Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy, and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Everywhere you hear podcasts, you'll hear the show Infinite Banter. So come check me out, the Infinite Banter Podcast.